everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in What Lies Below, part seven, as part of our Four Keeps adventure. We are, uh, yeah, sorry, there was a hype train that occurred in my chat and it startled me. It Today startled me as is well. January 20th, 2020, and you are loved. We feel like that is a very important way to start each and every single one of our adventures because it is probably one of the most important things that you can hear. However, if you feel like perhaps this game is also important, consider going to youtube.com slash indoor adventures. Check out our VODs. Uh, we also have audio casts go up wherever audio casts are available, except for Podbean. So I'm sorry for all of you Podbean listeners who are on the lookout for us. You just won't be getting new content. But you can find us other places, so that's always cool. Um... Other than that, we have once again reopened our merch store under indooradventure.redbubble.com. We got all sorts of stuff. We got stickers, we got t-shirts, we got mugs, we got shower curtains, we have hoodies and even pants. There's everything at our Redbubble store, so consider going there to check that out. Uh, we also have a Patreon set up, so that way uh, we have an after show called Nights in the Courtyard where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. And lastly, we're having a giveaway going on right now. So uh, basically, we got 420 followers on Twitch, so I wanted to have a meme-based giveaway. Uh, so we are having our Blaze It bundles. You can win the Descent into Avernus Collector's Edition book, as well as the Collector's Edition dice that came out with it. Or you can get the Tyranny of Dragons Collector's Edition book. That's basically two books in one. And let's be honest, who doesn't love Tiamat? So, that is it for my spiel. Hey, RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and I'm playing Caelan, the Shatterkai Wizard Cleric. Hi, everyone, I'm LB Hackabo, and I'm playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter. Hi! I'm Cyber, and I play Arjan, the Dragonborn, or Draconian, Bloodhunter, Cleric, Price Queen. Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener, and I'm going to be playing Coriander, the Eldrin Paladin. And I'm Jordan, with a silent PH in the middle, and I'm playing Ristol, the Drow Priest. And Who he... does not have an actor feat? Just that we know about. Or does he? <laughs> <laughs> and tonight, I am the indoor adventurer, and I shall be your dungeon master. So, let us recap just a little bit before we head into things. So upon uh, the start of last session, Arjan, you and an old foe of yours uh, ended up locking eyes and you believed that you had to battle. However, Kodeth said that he wanted to get paid first and that you guys could settle your blood feud as soon as the job was finished, much to your chagrin. Uh, you guys then spent some time doubling back and going uh, through a series of tunnels, you managed to find your way into the fire giant stronghold that had recently opened up. Upon exploring around, you found a large mushroom field, and then you began to uh, investigate the homes of the giants, as well as the holy shit, Levi Phipps, thank you so much for all them biddies. Uh, and you also went to a fire giant house, where you began searching around as well. You ended up seeing more and more of these metallic structures uh, that were roughly humanoid sized 
and they all had a smooth uh, a smooth side facing towards what appeared to be a giant doorway that had been built with no exit on the side wall of the fire giant stronghold after defeating a dire troll and alerting it thusly uh, via throwing uh, Calum's familiar out of a window you all then decided that you were going to continue exploring around as Gwen and Calum got a little bit of rest, as Gwen, the fight with the dire troll, had left you in dire straits. Corey, you and Arjan crossed over the bridge to check out the foundry, and upon looking inside of the foundry, uh, were startled to see that there was a floating head that had eye stalks, uh, many of them just meandering through this foundry it then locked its eye upon you Corey, as you had gotten uh not quite enough on a stealth check to really dissuade its presence and the two of you arjan and Corey, began to run this creature continued to follow you and Corey, you ended up using your aladrin ability to teleport arjan past the edge of the bridge before you ended up falling victim to the charm effect of this beholder. Uh, as it had asked you to be its pet and to come back with it, you decided, mm, okay, and uh, turned around and began walking towards this creature, no longer uh, feeling threatened by it, and instead, in your charmed vision, it looked, uh, it just looked a, like a rather dashing beholder, all things considered. Calum, you used a fly spell to get a better look at the situation as a whole, and Arjan, you heard a pst, pst, by a drow man uh, who was trying to get you to get out of harm's way, seeing that you were heavily injured uh, before your encounter with the Beholder. It was at that point, Arjan, that you felt magical energies wash over you as this person compelled you to try and get closer, and we ended last session, Arjan, as you began walking towards this figure, uh, saying, try that again, bitch, as uh, Eldritch energies began to crackle in the palm of your hand. So, uh, Ristol, what does Arjan see as he is walking <coughs> towards you imposingly? Uh, uh, I'm a drow. Ristol is a drow. Um, he's got long green robes. And um, he's got an uh, oversized, like, leather tome of a book that is pretty much looks like a backpack. But when you actually look at it, I mean, it's held onto his back with leather straps. So he's wearing it like a backpack. But it's this giant, like, old book that's sitting on the back of his uh, back. Um, and on the center of it is a giant eye in that, uh, in that book. And he looks uh, frustrated as Arjan comes forward, knowing that his spell failed. And he's just trying to help these these poor people, but they won't listen to him because of their, they're just they hate the drow. But I'm not all drow bad. You gotta just go with it. All right. So, uh, Arjan, describe uh, describe to Jordan what uh, what Ristol sees approaching him at this point. So the seven foot dragon man. Uh... <laughs> Tail wings. Uh, tail, tail, small wings, but they're they're there. Uh, is looking at you with the not angriest expression. Just like really, 
He's not angry. He's disappointed. But as he's uh, looking forward with that Eldritch energy cracking in his hand, uh, he looks back over at his uh, at his Eldrin friend who is doing what? Eldrin friend, as you have arrived to meet this beholder, uh, once you got within about 60 feet or so of it, you actually felt your feet lift off of the ground as it used a telekinetic ray to lift you up and is just looking at your armor glisten in the glow of the magma river and it is currently laughing to itself spinning around in a circle just moving you with it as it seems to just kind of be twirling looking at its new pet <laughs> she's gonna wave at the beholder just hi this beholder seems happy oh my goodness you're all being ridiculous with the subs right now thank you so much Levi Phipps, thank you for all of the gift subs. JD, thank you for the gift subs. So I have a question. There are so many bits. <laughs> He's overwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Um. So, like, I recognize him as a friend, but do I also recognize that I'm st I'm still friends with my friends, and uh, his friends and our friends are not friends. Um, like, do, do I understand that he's, like, still a danger to my friends? That's correct. Okay, so, like, I'm just gonna be kind of, uh, trying to distract him, as it were, and then, like, as I'm, like, you know, like, <laughs> flipping around, uh, when I turn, when I'm turned around and I'm facing Arjan again, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, hi there! Well, it's very good to see you, my good friend. Do you like flowers? I like flowers. <sighs> Sorry, Koss just sub-bombed in, in the chat. Thank you, Koss, for all of these subs. This is... You're all too much. And I Jordan, what do you bring to our game? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> it's that it's that pH magic. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so. I uh, guess. Nothing like the silent... <laughs> Oh my god, JD, thank you as well. <laughs> there will be no game today. It will just be thanks. <laughs> it will just be the hype train. We'll just be hype. reacting. All right, so... Uh, Calum, you see Corey mouthing to, uh, mouthing to all of you to run uh, from your position up in the sky. It seems like this beholder uh, is currently distracted with its new pet. And Ristol... You know, having been in, having survived in this stronghold uh, for, at this point, around five days, that uh, the troll was considered this creature's pet, or at least uh, this creature, this beholder, considered uh, the troll to be its pet. And now that you got, now that the group before you seems to have removed that pet, it wants a new one. Uh, and you hear it, uh, cackling to myself, or, uh, cackling to itself, sorry, uh, saying, uh, calling Cory uh, a name in deep speech of Scheipel Breiklin. 
and it just it just seems like it is garbled words from a from a happy beholder all right so. uh gwen is drawing her weapon she's like is it is it hurting her are we i, I think it's he, he likes pets um uh uh mr the dragon you've you've got the the crackling energy uh uh, I assume you can launch that energy, but uh, how are you good? Are you good at throwing rocks? <laughs> That's my job. That's, I'm the rock oh, thrower in this. All right. Room. Well, I, if we if we hit her in the head, there's a chance she might come out of the spell. But you have to hit your friend very hard in the head with a rock. I'm sorry. Who are you? Are we oh, in uh, combat? Are we in combat? Hold on. Are we so in combat right now? Let us set the scene a little bit. <laughs> So, uh, Ristol, you and Arjan were towards the bridge of the city. Uh, Gwen, you and Calum were about 300 feet or so back, more towards the city. So, uh, looking out, Gwen, you can see that Arjan is currently talking to this drow figure, or at least staring over them imposingly, and they seem to be... Uh, trying to speak reasonably to your angered dragon man friend. Uh, meanwhile, Corey uh, is up in the air, seemingly to just float around, and you watch as the creature just turns and begins taking Corey into the foundry, or at least towards it. How far Do is it away? Uh, it is, at this point, uh, 90 feet away. Y'all want to be in combat? I don't know what... Do I, does Gwen know what this is? Gwen, uh, you are also, again, 300 feet away. So, Arjan, are you yelling at Gwen to say this? No, he's just pulling out his crossbow. Okay. <laughs> Gwen holds her axe and starts walking forward. Caleb, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Gwen's getting... Corey's getting taken away. Arjan's talking to... He's going to fly over to Arjan and this drow man. Uh, uh, let me know when I'm when you need me to roll. Okay. Are you making an attack towards this creature? Yes. Okay. Make Which an creature? Uh, well, Calum is currently flying down to meet with Arjan and the drow man. Uh, and uh, Arjan, I believe, is going to attempt to be attacking the <sighs> beholder. Yes. Okay, so make an attack roll towards said beholder. As uh, Callum comes flying over to me, I say, Darmuk and Jalad at Tanagra. Nah. Can, can I try and intercept this attack? God damn it. Make a deck save, Corey. <laughs> it's it's okay. a 17. Ooh, yes. Twenty-two. Okay, so this bolt looks like it is about to hit towards uh, this beholder, and then Corey's body just seems to like swim, float into the way as Corey shoots this very worried look towards you, Arjan, and the bolt just glances off of the side of her plate mail. So nobody's taking damage. Nobody has taken damage. All right. Go. So, Calum. You see that Corey is mouthing, go, run, 
and Arjan, uh, looking very wounded, is currently still trying to face off against this beholder. And uh, a drow man has just spoken very odd words to you. Uh, uh, same to you too, sir. And he jumps and grabs Arjan's arm. We are not fit enough to take on anything else right now. You want to leave, Corey? Is that really what you want to do? No. We got to regroup and rethink the situation because we're all going to die. Guys. And Corey's the only person who can revive people. So I don't know how you want to play this, Arjan, but I don't have a death wish anymore. Mr. Mr. Uh, Shadar Kai, dude, is that thing gonna hurt Corey? And Gwen is currently directing uh, her questioning towards you, Ristol. She seems to not know the difference between you and uh, this other flying elf that just showed up. Uh, Ristol looks behind him, kind of like, are, are you talking to me? Yes. I think she's, oh. Oh, well, I mean, it's it's a very deadly creature, but it, it enjoys pets. That see, the troll was its pet earlier, but I I it, I think you took care of that, and so odds are they won't kill your friend, or it won't kill your friend because it wants to have an alive pet. But I I'm not sure what what uh and Corey, what are you? You're a elf or you I'm an eladrim. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure what those surface elves eat, so I might not survive well. But it's not gonna hurt her like now. Well, like he we... seems pretty happy, and I, like, gesture over, and the beholder's doing whatever the beholder's doing. The beholder is laughing to itself, and you can see that, like, its eye is closed, but in that raised sort of way that it is emoting a happier face. Uh, and it seems to be kind of laughing to itself as it takes uh, Corey into the foundry. I, but I, I do believe that we should... I mean, if, if you throw just a good rock at her head, she might come out of the... The, the charm that he, they put on her. And a, a good rock always solves the situation, yes. And yes, it does. Are we gonna have to fight that thing right now then? Oh, absolutely, or, most likely, yes. Okay, so we're gonna, we're if she's okay, let's like, I, you know I don't run away from a fight, but let's just put it on pause because I hurt. So we're you're running away, that's what I- No, that's not what, no. Who are you? Aristal, again, hello, nice to meet you. Aristal. <clears throat> You live here? No, I, I live in the one of the, the drow cities close by. Oh, well, you live here now. <laughs> Just kind of a cave-in. Uh, oops. Uh, Wait, what? That's fine. There's another way. I'm going to um, start pushing the group into one of the houses. <laughs> I'm Gwen. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay. We go. I so go. Arjan Kalem is... Is yeah, we're, we're going. Yeah, everyone we're... into a one of these mini vacant houses, uh, and uh, as you all find uh, find your rest or at least a space away, you can take a. You realize at this point that you're probably safe. This creature doesn't seem to be pursuing after you. All right, well, thanks for the word of warning, sir. Uh, just a question, are you one of the bad drow or are you one of the good drow? I mean, I guess that's all like a matter of perspective because some drow might see me as good, some might see me as bad, you might see me as good, you might see me as bad. Are you on our side? What side are you on? Do you work with Kodeth? 
Work with who? It's fine. <laughs> I actually might want to inside check him. <laughs> okay. Restal, you've never heard this name a day in your life, so you don't need to roll anything. Thank you, Sarah, for the dice tray that I completely missed. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Five. Seems like he's hiding something. Uh, Obviously hiding something. Don't like this. Are you going to try and hurt us? Oh, no, absolutely not. In, okay, in fact, good, because could... I can break your leg with my fingers. And it would heal back. We wouldn't let it. Anyways, uh, what I'm saying is uh, don't fuck with us and we won't fuck with you, okay? No, oh, there, there will be no fucking. Yes, none of that. All right, good. I just, I mean, I, you probably need my help just as much as I need yours. I believe we can come to some kind of a compromise. Your friend is in danger. We need to take down this beholder and I need help getting into this fortress. Okay. For whom? <laughs> For whom? For whom? Yes. For the elder eye. That. Re religion check? Yeah, make a religion check. Bloodhunter bullshit? Mm, are you proficient in religion? No. I'm a cleric. <laughs> 22. Um, I would say this is outside the spectrum of Bloodhunter. Okay. Yeah, because uh, it's not Fey Fiend or Undead. But with a 22, uh, you would know, you would have heard about the Elder Eye. Uh, Ristol, would you like to inform Calum about uh, about the Elder Eye? Uh, sure. Uh, he's great. He's like the one true god that we all love. Um, I know you guys are, are in love with him just as much as I am. You just haven't realized it yet. Uh, he goes by many names. That which lurks... The one below, the all-seeing eye, the elder eye. Um, I've got a list. I could actually read some more off if you guys are interested. So. Uh, no, no, we are not. <laughs> and he pulls off his book and he's like, okay, the Lord right. of Slime, all right. the one true God. Are you a cleric? Is this another cleric thing? We already have a couple of those. We don't need more, more of that nonsense. Well, Thank I'm you. a priest, yes. Calum, you know that the elder eye is the god of oozes within the Underdark. Oh. Would I know their portfolio? Mm, not with a 22. Cool. If you have a general idea based off of Underdark Drow God of Ooze. So, Underdark Drow God of Ooze. Got it. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, it's like in simple terms, but I'm paraphrasing. I, would never, I would never call him like that because it doesn't show his true colors of his magnificence that is the Elder Eye, yes. Huh? So why I, do you want the thing? I, your friend is odd. Why do I want the thing? Is that Why do you want in the thing? <laughs> oh, well. What, do, what does your god of the sticky icky want with this? Um, that's, I, I've, not, I've not heard that one, um, but, uh, and so again, I would not refer to my god as that, and kind of insulting, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll move past it because I'm trying to help. I'm a good guy. Um, there, there's an artifact lost in, uh, I believe, my house believes it is lost in uh, the foundry. 
And I have been out here for many weeks, circling it, hiding, trying to find a way in. Um, but that troll and that beholder have prevented me from gaining access. And uh, uh, which house is this? Uh, that would be... That's just your last name. Yeah. House... Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce my last name. That's the fun part. Uh, <laughs> House Blabberan. That, that's not the same one that was starting us, right? No, no. it's the Treshiak that was ours. <laughs> it's, a, it's a small house. We're not a very powerful house, but we're respectable. Oh, yes. Is that like a tribe? Are we talking about like a tribe? Okay. Total like, like a, a tribe, yeah. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Everyone take an hour, 30 to an hour. I'm going to, and he pulls off his pack, and there's a book. There's another book. There's another book that just comes out. <sighs> I'm gonna do some reading. Cool. And seeing that he has so many little books, I take my one giant large book and like sit it down next to him and just start reading as well. I'm like, oh, two can play at this game. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. You wanna measure <laughs> whose book is no. bigger? <laughs> <laughs> it no, no. Matter how big your book is, it's just how much knowledge is in it. All right. So as the two of you are true. are comparing <laughs> uh, comparing the girth of your ledgers, <laughs> uh, we're going to switch over. Uh, Corey, you are being brought into this foundry, uh, and you are just being held up by uh, by this beholder's eye beam, and you can tell that it seems to be enjoying having you around. Make a perception check as you are it's, kind of floating. It's nice to be appreciated. Corey's just telling him stories about uh, all of the time that she spent with her friends. Um, perception check? Seven. Okay. Uh, with a seven, um, you see that this hallway extends into a T-shape that you had seen before. Uh, and then in one direction, you see that there are two doors for an opening. And then in another direction... Uh, is a turn for this hallway. But because you are kind of floating around, you don't really know which direction's which. Uh, and it seems to just kind of take you around. And you feel the... Uh, you feel the space around you just getting warmer, which is nice, uh, all things considered, as being a revenant for a while. You weren't able to feel the warmth. But now... It's definitely heating up. And this creature takes you down through this hallway into a large open room. And inside of this room, at the very back wall, you can see the magma river that had been diverted into the foundry. And you see that there are four separate uh, anvils that are sized for creatures that stand typically around like 18 feet tall. This anvil is about your height, and to the very back of the room, on this small island across from this uh, diverted river of magma, you can see an even larger, uh, an even larger anvil that is set up. And uh, in one corner of the room, you see an opening uh, that leads into yet another room uh, across the uh, across the room uh, to your right you can see that there are like bookshelves that have been toppled over and this creature is sort of just tossing you up and down uh with its telekinetic eye seeming to just be playing with you uh and at that point 
you see that there is a it's like a barrel but this barrel is much bigger than you would expect it to be and it is made of solid stone and as you are being tossed up near it looking over you can see that there is a there is a liquid tension to this uh to whatever rests inside of this barrel but uh the top is the auburn reddish orange color that you would recognize uh as like fall leaves to be and this creature as uh as you're taking looks at it actually is bringing you over towards it and uh when uh you are near it it actually uh it looks up at you and it says something and kind of like shakes its head a little bit as it barks towards you uh in this deep speech language and then dunks you into the water several times. Oh, shit. Uh, and okay. As... God, she's not cursed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out to be... Okay. It turned out to be water. That's good. Yes. Well, it's more of an oil uh, oh, gross. at this point. And you realize that this orangish color at the top uh, is actually the result of rust flakes from old, old metal that seems to have just been residing. Like, this was one of the cooling pools that was used oh. for the forging process of new weaponry. Okay. And it then pulls you back up out of this oil and is looking at you, and then it looks, and then it brings you in closer to it, and you can see that it is inspecting your personage. Mm -hmm. uh, and at one can I point... Can nose? Huh? I know it doesn't have a nose, but can I boop the space between its eye and its mouth? Yes. And as you do, its big eye looks down, and all of the other eyes look down at the space that you have uh, that you have booped onto its nose. And you hear it starting to breathe, and then that breathing quickens. Just <sighs> and it just shrieks, looking down at it, and it flings you oh <laughs> as soon as you touch it and uh make a dexterity check 18 okay so it flings you and with your 18 you see yourself sailing uh towards this magma river and you oh, realize that you are going to be heading almost directly into it do okay um is there anything i can do about this yes there is there is absolutely something i can do about this um cool yeah okay um i'm going to use a misty step because i have one of those okay All right, so you managed to misty step back down onto the ground, and the beholder has put his face, or rather its face, onto the ground and is seeming to roll back and forth trying to get this smudge off of where you had booped it. Uh, you are still covered in this ancient oil, uh, but uh, it seems to be preoccupied with, uh, with whatever has been done onto it. Is it actually, it, like, did it actually harm it? Oh, follow-up question. Yes. Um, 
I need to when um it's when you take damage, isn't it? Never mind. Never mind. For the charm. I did I did uh intercept that Arjan shot, but that wouldn't have done anything. Yes, it is when you take damage. Uh okay. and with a telekinetic ray or not the telekinetic, sorry. The charm. Yes, so it is just for an hour or until the beholder charms you. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, um, Corey's gonna like kind of, like she'll misty step like immediately through the air, like just down onto the ground, um, like immediately below her, uh, and then she'll start walking up to him, just like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay?" Did you get a smudge on your snoot? I'm sorry. And as you go to put your hands on it again, it begins to shriek and recoils from this physical contact. It does not seem to like this one bit. Uh, and it is going to look at you with a very angry eye and all of the other ones kind of swarm up onto the top as well. I need you to make a dexterity save for me. Fuck. Natural 20. Okay. So it still has not harmed you, and you just sort of like <laughs> step out of the way as this disintegration ray just <laughs> drills a hole through the ground in this large tunnel. Uh, Corey, completely oblivious to the danger, just puts her hands behind her back. She's like, all right, you don't like being touched. I understand. Okay, we won't do any touching. No touching. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. And as you say no touching, it seems to follow up with, no, 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 like, does not like, uh, is trying to drill into you that it does not like physical contact. She just nods. No touching. Do you like flowers? I can make flowers. And it just sort of looks at you quizzically. Um, she's going to cross her legs and sit down and start meditating. Okay. Um, how long does it take to enter spring form? Uh, that is a short rest, but you are currently in spring form. I I dropped oh, to okay. I dropped to revenant form when it hit me with the necrotic beam. Okay. Um, it usually takes, uh, it usually takes an attempt of a short rest. All right. She's going to do that. Okay. So you are getting your short rest in, um, and, uh, the rest of you are currently having a reading competition in this, uh, in this abandoned room. Gwen and Arjan, what are the two of you doing? Probably having an argument about if or when we should go back. Arjan is stressed. <laughs> and it has no bearing on the fact that Connor is also stressed. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he's just like, fine. Yeah, like, he, he, he seems defeated, but, like, he'll at least let everybody else get their rest. I just need like I just I just need like a I just need a refresh, okay? Like if we're gonna go save Corey, I assume this thing is big and scary because it kind of looks big and scary. Yes. 
What what is it? It's an alien. It's an what? It's, it's is it from the Dark Star? Well, it's it's an aberration. I, I don't really know much more than that, but I mean, it has all the makings of an aberration. Is that like a ghost? But no, it's like an alien. It's from like another dimension. Uh, oh, like another plane? Yeah. Solid. They're they're big and scary though. Yeah. They they do lots of damage. Well, I don't I don't know about this particular one, but it's it seemed too impressive. Why did it have so many eyes? Because uh, it's from one of those planes that doesn't make a lot of sense, I guess. Magic bullshit, I got it. Does it like sit on you or does it do magic y stuff? I mean, I know it's did magic y stuff, but does it? Oh, we don't know. Okay. Just hit it um, hard. Yeah, I, I, I guess I don't have a lot of experience fighting this. I just, I had to read up on it. It was things like this are bad. Okay. And it has a friend. But our friend is safe. <laughs> she glances over at the drow. <laughs> He's uh, like pretending to read his book, but really looking over uh, the wizard's shoulder, trying to get like more of his books and see like, well, what has he got in there? And like trying to see if it's a spell book or whatever he's reading. Uh, Caleb has like five different books open. He's flipping through one, doesn't find what he needs. Mage hands another one over and then flips through that one. And he's looking for information on what this might be. This creature? Yeah. Uh, make a... <clears throat> an arcana check. Is that a... Okay, cool. 16, 6 is... 22 again. Okay. Uh, so with a 22... You would know. Uh, you would know that this creature is called a beholder, uh, and what it is is that it is a, as Arjan so aptly put it, it is an alien creature. Nobody really knows the origins of these beings, uh, other than that they just show up from time to time. Uh, they are definitely not from this realm, as is apparent by their overall look and features, and the fact that it is just eye and mouth. You're not even, sh like, it has all those teeth, but you're not even sure if it eats. Um, and you know that each of the eyes along its back uh, that sort of grow out of it are all responsible for a different kind of magic. Uh, it doesn't seem like it necessarily abides by the standard laws of magic, so it's not like one eye is evocation, one eye is transmutation. They just seem to exhibit a multitude of different magical properties from those eyes. So it's basically like magic roulette. You don't know what you're going to get. It's just a magnificent beast. I mean, if, if we could subdue it and, 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 and use some of the eye stalks for magical ingredients, uh, just... Mm. By subdue, you mean kill, right? Oh, absolutely, yes. We absolutely oh, should good. kill it. Right, yeah. cool. Good. Good. Uh, so, also, like, you, you're you down here because you want to go in there for the beast or for the why? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm searching for a relic for my house, an artifact. Oh, right, 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 right. You said that. Um, yes. What is it? 
Well, it's a beholder. It's a large flying eye thing. I think the, Callum the, uh, explained it well enough. But... Oh, the, oh, it is. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, Got arti it. the artifact you're looking for. Oh, the artifact. I'm, oh, sorry. Oh, yes. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay, we're on the same page. We're on the, I'm sorry. Your, your surface dialect is just a little odd to my ear. Um, there was a there was a a member of my order um, many many generations ago that uh, uh, lost this great artifact, um, and and his name was uh, Kirzin, and it's uh, we we refer to it as Kirzin's blessing, and I'm looking for it to return it to my house and my order. What's it look like? Um, I that's the peculiar thing is it can take many forms. So, but I'm pretty sure I'll know it when I see it. Okay, so your 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 god of eyes thing uh, sent you down here or up here. I don't I don't know where it's relatively to you to uh, here. to Sorry. find an object mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you don't know what it looks like. No, no, not really. I mean, it, yeah, I can change shape things, so. Or anything else. Just, okay. I mean. Right, great. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're all on the same page. I'm, nice. I'm glad all the gods are equally big. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ristol. Yes, sir. What did you say to me when we first met? Oh, that was, um, I closed that tab on my browser, so I don't actually have the exact words, but it was a reference to the Star Trek episode we were telling before we started the actual episode streaming. So. You're gonna hurt Arshan, stop! <laughs> <coughs> the Black Arshan's Dragon off. Man is just bleeding out of his nose. But we'll say uh, it was some deep speech. I was I was hoping that you might I might entice you over with some some darker speech. Get you out of harm's way. Don't Have like you met that. any Shadarkai? I I don't know. I don't think so. I, oh. I've not left the Underdark. Is this the, are we in the Underdark right now? Yes. Yeah. That we're just underground. Underground is the Underdark. Well, if you go deep enough. <laughs> right. There's a border white chalk outline. Anyway, we have to save Corey. Oh, yes, your friend. She's she's probably in a lot of danger. I mean, she's- what? I thought you said she wasn't. That's why we're here. Well, potato, potato. Uh, you guys were all very adamant on sh on resting. And so, does anyone need healing? I shall, can I help you? Have we been taking a short rest? Yeah, you guys will have been taking a short rest during this time. Quinn <laughs> is like, what? <laughs> Stupid. Fucking priests. I heard that. I'm in the room. I just. <clears throat> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. So, from what we saw so far, one of the eyes can at least charm. One of the eyes can punch a hole through solid matter. Avoid that one. Avoid that one. And then another one can control the gravity of a person. Sounds about right. Yeah. Magnificent beast, isn't it? And he's just got a huge grin on his face. Like, this is so cool. God, I'm getting Curse Strahd flashbacks. It's Vic all over again. No. Suddenly, right. Rodin. 
So yes, you guys can take a short rest, regain spell slots, regain HP, do all of that fun stuff that you would normally do during this time. And Cory, you are also taking a short rest. It is going to continue its charm ray on you. So make a make another wisdom save at disadvantage. At disadvantage? Yes, because she's already charmed. Day twelve. Uh, does your sorry? Oh say, shit! Day um, ancestry. Yeah, just do it. Oh, at, yeah, so it would be flat. Uh, right. yeah. Well, we'll do that again. Okay. Once more, but with feeling. Once more, but with feeling. How's about? Oh god, simple math. <laughs> <laughs> your weakness. <laughs> My one weakness. Um, nineteen. Okay. You are no longer charmed by this beastie as you come out of your meditation. Uh, and you can refill spell slots all you want. Um, or not spell slots, sorry. Refill your, um, your HP. Dice. And then make a wisdom check uh, as you were switching to spring form. Okay. 14. You remain in revenant form. All right, um, and I I still remember everything that's happened. I realized oh, yeah. that I doesn't been wipe charmed, your memory. Correct? You feel like this this asshole this asshat charmed me. <laughs> um, I'm going to pretend to still be charmed. Okay. Do you have the actor feet? I don't. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I could just be acting like I don't. Oh. This is Patrick Stewart all over again. <laughs> but yeah, like, acting, <laughs> acting. Um, so, well, I guess it depends on how well this deception roll goes. Um, <laughs> Corey is just kind of sitting there meditating, and then all of a sudden, her eyes just kind of snap open, and then she like looks around, like, "Oh, oh no!" <laughs> um, and like she's going to kind of like glance over at the beholder is it like just watching her this entire time oh yeah or? you promised it flowers any minute now and then she just closes her eyes again <laughs> like hurry guys so there i was barbecue sauce like no we're not doing that again <laughs> <laughs> all right so you have taken a short rest, and Ristol, during this time, you have also noticed uh, that Calum has a... Uh, his familiar is a small marionette figure that looks like it just seems to follow him without him having to use any kind of uh, puppeteering skill. Do I recognize that this is the find familiar spell, or is it like a magic item, or...? It the way that it's functioning, it seems uh, like it could be either a familiar or a magic item, but the way that he interacts with it, you feel is much more familiar, uh, familiar-esque mm -hmm. than uh, commanding a magic item. Uh, I just walk straight up to it, um, even if like he's having a conversation with his familiar or like petting it or something, and I just poke it because I want to see like how much pressure it takes to have it like push back. Like I want to know how strong it is. So I just like poke it really hard. Um, uh. And it sort of like hobbles forward and Calum, you hear, that was unpleasant. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Please don't do that. Oh no! Yes, I mean it's uh, I, it's very strong. Like this, it could lift a couple books or so. And it is just continuously being poked. Yeah. Caleb snatches tea can away from him and like holds her. Where where did you get such a curious creature? Places. I would like to know these places. It's really hard to get to. I don't think you'd like anyway we have Try to go me. save <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Gwen Mamo just like her head comes out of nowhere and she's like what's going on over there mom we're still picking on me <laughs> um oh my god okay anyway so. um it's a gift from a deity I guess I don't really know oh okay that makes sense deities are vague they, they can be. You should consider, you know, worshipping the one that lurks below. I mean, he's not big I, at all. He's very direct. You know I'm exactly sorry. what I've, you're getting into. I've already promised myself to someone. Oh, why? Well, can always, I mean, there's like deity divorce court. I'm sure we can figure something out. You can... mm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very deep into this relationship. Okay. <laughs> I hand him a pamphlet. Just, I mean, read this when you feel like you, you, you know, when you're down. All right, Calum, add to your inventory pamphlet of the Elder Eye. <laughs> this is really well made. Is yeah. this laminated? No, well, uh, it's like a, a viscous. Uh, we, I want to talk about what where what's what it's covered in, but um, <laughs> gross. <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, he's going to hold Tcan up and just ask her. It's going to get really dangerous from here. Do you want me to send you back? Uh, and you hear them say, I live for danger. Ha ha. I like him. And it is just like, it is just <laughs> looking up at you, Calum. It has a mental connection. It never actually speaks verbally. Put tea can on my shoulder. All right, let's do this. And they extend a little hand outward in the like onward kind of motion. And, uh, what are you guys doing with Cybra? during this time are you going to bring her into the beholder fight <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> she's gonna take a little nappy poo you need to stay here did a girl you gotta stay here and she like gwen goes is like standing face to face with this dog or this wolf and she just like shakes its face on the side you gotta stay here like a good girl they do solid all right, bitches, let's go. All right, so you all begin your uh, your exit of this building. And yes, go on. Wait. Uh, Russet, dude, you have been watching this thing for a while, right? Yes. That's a potato. Well, I mean, I'm not a potato. Are there any like secret ways in, or like, is there something we should look out for? Should we just hit everything, hit it with everything we got right at front, or can we like reason with it, or can we like uh, trick it, or like? I don't think we can reason with it. You might be able to trick it. Um, my plan was to send all of you in first, see how you do, and then I could mop up the rest if need be. But you're a healer, right? Yes, yes, priest. Can you heal us? Absolutely. Are you hurt? No, no, like in there. In the battle. Yeah. 
Yes. I mean, but are you hurt now? I'll gladly hear no, you. No, no, I'm fine. Well, I'm fine enough now. But okay. I'm I'm the kind of the one that's like right up in its face. So like, if you can like throw heels at me, that'd be fantastic. Okay. Um, I've never thrown a heel, but uh, I'll, I'll well, figure you can something. Stand next out. to me. Yes. Will you? Uh. Well, let's go. <laughs> I see your game. I see your game. And uh, Ristol has a, a much quicker like step at this point. To answer her question, uh, Bossman, do I know of any secret passages or anything? Uh, to get the, the, not the only secret passage that you would be aware of is if you were somehow immune to fire, you could go through the magma river to the inside of the foundry. Uh, or there are uh, several of the uh, large spherical holes that have been blasted in the side of this building that if you were to scale up towards the ceiling, uh, you could possibly go in that way or find another way that it is just... So we'd have to like descend with ropes or something? Uh, you'd have to ascend, yes. You'd have oh, to, ascend. Yeah, you'd oh, have and to then come up, up from underneath to its lair? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, uh, yes, Ristol will say, is anybody fireproof? You over there, you, you only yes, one. The short, the short, uh, muscular woman. No. Okay. When? Um, can anybody fly? For a while. Okay. Um. Well, there's the front door, or there's the fire path. Um, or we can just like rise up out of the ground, which I've got to say is really fucking badass in my mind. We should probably do that, but it involves all of you flying. I mean, he's got wings. Glenn stifles a laugh. Just oh, I'm thinking the front door? Is that what we're, we're... I think the front door will suffice. Okay. All right. And as you are all- Vanilla it is. Making your way, god damn it, uh, towards the bridge, uh, I'd like for all of you to make perception checks. Twenty-four. Ten. Sixteen. Okay, so the twenty-four and the sixteen. Uh Gwen, you and Calum, as uh as you're all walking towards the other side of this bridge, you hear what sounds like a scraping noise and a low groan. Uh and you look over towards where the river had been diverted. Uh, to move this magma river underneath the foundry. And you see what looks like a bean shape. Uh, it is this nice green color. Uh, and you can see what looks like a fully grown arm from one part of this bean clawing at the dirt to attempt to ascend upwards. And you see this small uh, greenish face. It's almost goblinoid, but you can see that the nose is much larger, the ears are much larger, and it seems to have this large uh, underbite as well, and it is just sort of uh, ah, trying to pull itself. Kicks it into the lava. Ah! Okay, make an athletics check. Okay. okay. Gwen. Oh, that's pretty good. Can you please not Scream. Sorry. Sorry. It's a 24. Okay. 
with a satisfying punt, uh, Gwen, you are able to kick this bean right into the river of magma. And with a... Magma almost sounds like a thud when things hit it because it is moving stone and you just hear this shriek as it quickly ends its shrieking and just melts into this river of magma giving you a very uh a, a quick representation of what would have possibly happened had Corey decided to jump into the magma pool in Sertelier. let's not Corey inside of the fine. foundry uh this beholder uh pauses and its head swivels in a in the direction against this back wall of the foundry and then it looks at you and one of its eye stalks pats you on the head twice and it begins to fly uh towards the back wall of the foundry heading wait, for wait a where are you going what's going on that's up in the roof it does not respond to you um she's gonna hop up and like almost touch him and then realize oh i'm not supposed to touch him um <sighs> Uh, God, do I? Oh no, I don't know if I have anything. And Corey, make a perception check. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be good at these. Nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't notice anything. Uh, if uh, anything, look, look at this. I have like... an axe. It's really good at hurting plants. <laughs> uh, and the thing just sort of turns and it like you feel like if the charm effect were still in place that it might be a lot more appealing than it was but he turns and looks at you and just and begins to float up towards uh towards this hole that it had previously made oh there's no plants around here (laughs) well um i also have um I don't have anything interesting for a beholder person kind of guy. I can talk to animals. Uh, There's no animals around, but... (laughs) And as you say there are no animals about, you had thought uh, while focusing on this beholder that there were uh, just small fires that were around this fire giant place. Uh, but as you are uh, looking throughout the foundry now, trying to find an animal to talk to to show off your skill, you realize that these fires are moving by themselves, it seems like. They're not actually contained. They just sort of seem to be idly floating. Weird. Um, do I have any idea what that could possibly be? With your Make an insight check. Uh, 17. With a 17, uh, you realize at a very crucial moment for you, uh, as one of these flames seems to drift towards you, and you hear a popping sound, followed by a as a spray of flame comes out towards you. Uh, you're able to get out of the way in time, and you have heard of these things before. Uh, having grown up in the Feywild, things like this are actually relatively common. Uh, this is a living spell effect, uh, and it seems like this is the remnant of some kind of uh, what possibly could have left those shadows 
burned into the uh, stone that led up to the gate. Weird. Um, do you know you have living spells down here? And She's saying this as loud as she possibly can. Like, louder than is should be necessary. Okay. Uh, so, Corey, you are inside of the foundry. Arjan, you and Ristol are going across the bridge. And you start hearing uh, Gwen... Well, you hear Gwen yell, uh, rather ex exclaiming loudly, followed by a punting noise, followed by yet another high-pitched screech as the two of you look over and see this bean shape. Uh, with an arm and a small head actually dissolving into the river of magma. It does put up a singular thumb as it goes down. <laughs> Rigor mortis is crazy, yo. Uh, Alright. It only has one thumb. A, a friend of yours? What was that? Man, I don't know. That thing's fucked up. Uh, I, I'm sorry, do you yeet your friends off of bridges into piles of lava often? No, but she certainly eats them through windows. It's made of wood. It's fine. Look, it's, I'm, it's happy. Look, she likes me, right? If a puppet could glare, this one would be doing so towards you, uh, towards you Gwen. It's, it's like, looking it's at me is what I see. Wearing its cloak, you can see that it's like little, it has uh, little raised hackles. Like feathers are just more sore. So like poofing out towards the shoulder blades looking at you. It's fine. And Gwen, as you say, it's fine. I would like for you all to make perception checks once again. 20. 26. 22. 10. <laughs> okay, so Ristol, you are more just like admiring the the work uh, that this halfling has done to to punt uh, this thing, and you had been around here long enough that you knew that this was a uh, at one point this was a troll. Uh, it seemed like uh, originally within this city there were two trolls that had survived whatever cataclysmic event happened here, and the bigger, stronger one had been surviving. For over a thousand years off of this other smaller troll. Uh, and Gwen, now that you have killed the pet, you have also removed the food source. Uh, I'm so, going to starve. So, uh, it is at that point that uh, the four keeps, you all see uh, this beholder now emerging out of the top window uh, that it had sort of made itself with a eye beam now looking down upon you as you are at this uh as you are at the bridge outside of the foundry calum yells move and he shoves the closest person to him towards the foundry door okay when is halfway uh into hail <laughs> she just goes, Oof. okay so gwen you get pushed uh so where the river had been diverted was on the other side of the bridge. So at this point, Calum, you and Gwen are about halfway across the bridge. Arjan, you and Ristol are all the way across it. Uh, and this beholder is emerging from the top window. Corey, you are still inside of the foundry, now recognizing these living spells. And it is a little bit early, but because combat seems like it is looming, we are going to go 
to our break for the evening. So I would like to say thank you, Jordan, for joining us on this game. It's been a blast. I love Bristol. We are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice. And we shall be back shortly. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. We have returned. There is a big, angry eyeball monster making its way towards our group. LB is laughing hysterically, and I'm scared. I don't know what happened. But uh, let's get off to this the right way. Everybody roll initiative. I don't know what she did. Now I have to watch the VOD. Is it what just LB did, Steven? I'm scared. 11. 11. 18. Show off. 14. Show also off. 18. Show off. <laughs> I roll at advantage and I never roll above a 10, okay? Give me this one thing. The guest gets plus 12 initiative. That's the rule. Them's the rules. <laughs> How did you get an 11, loud. Jordan? Shut up. I cheated. All right, so... Corey, what'd you get? 16. Okay. And... Beholder got a 11. So it goes on the same account as Ristol. So, as uh, this creature comes floating down towards you, it lets out a loud yell, which Ristol, you are able to translate as... What are you doing? Get away from here! <laughs> uh, and it, uh, as it yells this, Ristol, you think for a moment, mayhaps this is a this uh, this glorious creature is a blessing. Yet, uh, as you see a spot on the wall gain a thin sliver of a line, and then that line extends upward, and you see the shape of a large eye appear on the wall as a beam is going to shoot out as its layer action triggers. So, that is going to target, there's four of you, so it is going to go after Arjan. <laughs> I rolled for it, it's okay. And then a seven is, make a wisdom save. Fourteen. Okay, uh, that is not enough to succeed. Uh, you are now asleep as you get hit by a sleep ray. So Arjan goes from being Arjan? mad angry to mad sleppy, uh, all in one burst of a glorious eye beam. Next up is Arjan. So Arjan. You remain unconscious for a minute unless you take damage or another creature takes an action to wake you. Uh, wait, quick, quick uh, indoor, indoor, quick question. Yes. Um, what do you call a band of orc bards? I think it's an orchestra. An orchestra. What is this? I don't know. I was supposed to interject. I'm really confused, but I was supposed to interject for something. <laughs> 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 Nailed it. Better late than never. <laughs> Damn it. 
that works better. <laughs> I'm here all night. Try the veal. <laughs> Caleb, it is your go. Hold up. Um, you see Arjan gets hit with a beam and he immediately falls down. Uh, make a... That, like You it. see that he is still breathing. He's just sleepy. That's the unconscious condition, right? Yes. Okay. Fuck. Um... And Corey is above. Do we know where Corey is? Corey is not? inside of the building still. Okay. Yeah. How far away is Arjan? Arjan, away from you. I'd say that you'd be able to get up to him. Like you'd be like if you spent your turn running, you could get right up next to him. Okay. Um. I don't want to blow that yet. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll spend all my movement to get up to him. Use my action to... Arjan! Arjan, get up! Ah. And Arjan, you are just awoken as Kalem is shaking you. Last thing you remember was seeing an eye in a wall. Uh, and that eye is no longer there. It has closed itself. Alright, so I have a plan. Um, hopefully we don't die. This plan is to hit it really hard, so that's all I got. Okay. Do you have a bonus action? Uh, are any of my things a bonus action? Is, wait, is that a bonus action? That's an action. God damn it. This makes me so sad. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. Is that a bonus action? Sorry, sorry. Getting used to some of my things. It's been a while. Wait, is this an... No, it's an action. Nope, that's it. Okay. So Arjan Kalem awakens you. Uh, Corey, you are inside of the foundry. You have seen this beholder float up into that... Uh, into the hole that it had made itself in the ceiling and then has... Uh, and at this point is beginning a downward descent outside. What would you like to do? It's beginning a downward descent? Yes, on the outside of this building. All right. Um, would I be able to face step into the hole? You'd be able to face step into the hole, but you know that it is on a precarious ledge above this magma river. It, all right. So, like, uh, is, this, is this encounter occurring on the bridge? So, I have... A useful little map for me that you guys can see. So, you guys have made it across this end of the bridge. The beholder is appearing out of this corner of the foundry. And it is all happening in this little area at the all corner right. of the building. Is it going to take me, like, a, uh, a turn to get to a point where I can engage with the beholder? Or, like, if I face-stepped into the hole, would I be able to... Would the beholder be within, say... 10 feet of me. I would say that the beholder would be within 10 feet of you. This has literally never worked before. <sighs> Alright, fine. You know what? Who cares? This will be fine. It'll be fine. Um, I'm going to face step up into the hole. Um, and I'm presuming I'm going to need to make some sort of check to yes. keep my balance. Okay, uh, what kind? A dexterity save, please. Alright, this is going to go great. Uh, how's about an 11? 
So, an 11, you get up to this ledge, and your back foot uh, hits a part of this wall that was not designed to have such a hole in it, and you can hear the sound of rocks breaking beneath you, uh, but you do not fall backwards. You are just on this ledge, and you manage to straighten yourself forward. But you are very much on the ledge of, like, on both sides of you now would be Magma River. Okay, face step is done. Uh, and this has literally never worked before, but let's see if it does. Um, I'm going to say, wait, I promised you flowers. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to channel divinity and I'm going to use nature's wrath. Uh, and he needs to make a strength or dex saving throw. Okay. A book just fell off of my shelf. Fucking ghosts. So a strength save? Strength or dex. Okay, strength or dex, it gets a 17. All right, it makes it. That's fine. <laughs> okay. As these, uh, the things that attempt to bind it, uh, seeing as how this cavern has a plethora of uh, fungi, you see that there is a layer of spores that are on the inside of this tunnel and large mushrooms attempt to grow up and try and bind this creature as you call upon the localized flora that you can, but they're mushrooms. They're not incredibly dense as a thing. And it just sort of like, as it turns and looks towards you, you watch as they just sort of crumble off to the side. They don't have a very steady root system on this wall, it would appear. And, Ristol, you hear this creature yell, I thought I told you to stay put! <laughs> I'm trying thing. to protect you! Oh. So, Corey, that is it for your turn. Gwen, this creature, uh, is just yelling these deep speech obscenities for all you are aware. Uh... And you see Cory now fighting it in this small hole up above. Okay, uh, Gwen is going to uh, yell out to it, Don't you talk to my friend like that! And then she's going to, uh, uh, what Ristol sees is Gwen like flexes out and a light shines off her. And she says, By the power of Grayskull, I have the power! And she holds up her <laughs> Sunforger uh, and a... Uh, the, a spirit form of a Goliath forms out of her that matches her movements. Um, and she's gonna throw her uh, Sunforger at her. And if I hit it in the butt, it's not gonna hit, is it gonna, it's probably gonna hit Corey. So I'll, uh, um, I'll, I'll throw it up so that it, him. yeah, yeah. So that it doesn't hit her. Okay. Um, and your Sunforger came back on a short rest? Yes. Okay. Yep. Cool. Short had, or long yes. rest. Because we've had that uh, we've had that discussion before. So yes. yes. All right. So let's see how that works out for it. It needed to make a deck save of. It got a fourteen. A fifteen is what it needed. Okay. Let's roll this bitch. Oh, sorry. Hey. As Ristol, you, you just all... see uh, this halfling take out what looks like a warhammer, swing it around a few times as it begins to glow with the same vibrant color as the magma, and then just huck it. And it sails from her over 60 feet up into the air and just detonates 
above where this creature is, as if it were a fireball. He, uh, he he looks at it and he's like, oh no, your hammer. Like she accidentally <laughs> threw it and then it explodes. She's like, that's why you got rid of it. Uh, that's 25 radiant damage, please. Okay. So. And then she pulls out a, a, a large axe that's about the size of her body and she's in a power stance. <laughs> Throw that one too. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Alrighty, so. Then, Ristol, what is your dexterity bonus? Uh, my dexterity bonus is plus two. Okay, so you are going to be going first. Okay. Uh, am I a near anybody? Uh, you are currently near Arjan, who just woke up from having been put to sleep. You are near Kalem, uh, and Gwen is about 10 feet ahead from where you are. So okay, you're relatively so... close to the group. Okay, I'm going to say I'm behind Caleb and Arjan, and I bring my hands up to my face, and I start wiggling around, and I, might, I lose all of my facial features. It's kind of like a slimy blob. And then uh, when I come back down, I look exactly like Corey, and I turn to the beholder, and I say, Master, it's me. <laughs> They're trying to dupe you. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. And I cast Disguise Self on myself. <laughs> Make a deception check with advantage. So uh, do have the actor feet. <laughs> uh, not good. Um, uh, well, technically, um, if he wants to discern that I am dis described or disguised, he needs to make an investigation check against my spell save DC. Okay. Unless you want me to actually make this deception. No, no, no. Check, no which I'm not good at, but okay. I will. Do. No, so. It will try, I'll say, yeah. So it believes uh, that there are now two totally real Corys, or at least one of you tells nothing but truths and the other tells nothing but lies. <laughs> and it needs to figure out the root of this problem. All right, so next up is the Beholder. Uh, and it is going to look down. And Ristol, did you yell out in uh, deep speech? Yes. Okay. And it looks <laughs> at you. Uh, and so it looks at you and looks back towards Corey and then looks at you again. Looks yeah, back at waiting. Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it looks down towards you, Ristol, uh, and it nods. And then swivels towards you, Corey. Uh, and it is going to try and use a beam towards you. All right, so that is a... I need you to make a constitution save. Okay. Twelve. You're paralyzed. And it then swivels back towards the group. Uh, and <laughs> it says in Dew's speech, I know I can trust you! My oh, perfect pet! <laughs> and it is then going to shoot some beams down towards the group. Uh, so, Gwen, this one is going to be coming towards you. So, Gwen... I need you to make a wisdom save. 
Okay, that's fine. Oh, good. There's. It's not a negative. We're we're off to a good start. How's an eight? You fall asleep. Oh, snappy poo time. Oh no, I only have one more rage left. No, it's mine. And then it is uh, looking over towards Calum. Uh, as it is seen, you rush. It is going to try and beam you as well. Uh, so I need you to make a constitution save. Oh, goody. Actually, this is a positive, so. Natural 20, so 22. Sweet, you're going to be taking half of this. Great. All right, so. You're going to be taking a total of 16. So it was uh, 32 halved. Cool. So you take 16 points of necrotic damage as this black oh. beam shoots down towards you. I take eight points of necrotic damage. I have resistance. Nice. rad all right and down towards your group uh there is a it feels like it's slightly suppressing upon you and you feel like your magics might not be able to be used as this creature looks down upon you on everyone it is in a 150-foot cone. Isn't is, Jordan... It, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it drop disguise self? It would. <laughs> Sorry. We play fair here. <laughs> what? We play by the rules so, as written. Then as, your, uh, as this thing's anti-magic cone kicks on, uh, having properly deceived this creature... Uh, your magic fades away <laughs> and it its eye gets big and all of the other eye stocks as well are just like what what i look just as shocked as he is i'm like what what <laughs> like, I don't, it wasn't me. they did this to me like, and it turns back towards cory and you hear in deep speech i'll never mistrust you again <laughs> So then next up is the lair. And beneath all of you on the ground, uh, you hear the sound of uh, like wet socks in a boot. And as you look down, the ground beneath you is actually getting spongier and seems to be coating itself with a thin layer of slime. You are now all in difficult terrain. So... That was it for It's Bit Arjan is your go. I'm going to ask Arjan to hold. Why? I'm going to make you hit it harder. Uh, okay, bonus action. Uh, Crimson right for fire. Okay. Does it work? What does that right do? I, it lights my crossbow. It does not work in this do, do Do I still take the damage? 
I will say no, as the damage uh, is usually is usually part of it being a catalyst. But you feel like you cut yourself and go uh, for the power to activate, and there's just nothing there. You now just have kind of a a hurdy open hand wound. Do it, and I'll hold until Kalon tells me to shoot. At which point, I will take the attack action. Okay. Okay. Next up, Kalon. <clears throat> Um, I'm going to use the interact action real quick to apologize to Tikan as I'm going to try and yeet her to Gwen. Okay. Make an attack um, roll with an improvised weapon via room. Oh, actually. Mm, or no, because Tikan can move on their own. On their own, yeah. yeah. And then I'll have her action to like furiously slap her awake like a Jigglypuff. So... Your familiar goes over towards Gwen and will take the action to wake them, but they don't do slaps like a Jigglypuff. You see them raise up a single foot and just start kicking Gwen. <laughs> Curve stomp. Bless her. Um, I'm going to try and channel my path to the grave on the beholder. Okay. And yeah, that so. fine. Cool. And yeah, Calum's eyes pull black once again. Um, and then he turns to Archeron, shoot it now. I shoot it now. Do it. Uh, 24. Okay, 24 will totally hit. Seven points piercing. Okay. Um, it has, like, did you double it? that that's just what i what i rolled because it has vulnerability so so seven would double yes. to 14. 14 do i get the second attack yes <laughs> eight an eight does not hit this creature okay cool. okay so that was calum and arjan how far is the i want to separate from the rest of the group okay how far how far can I get on fifteen feet of speed? On fifteen feet of speed, uh you will still be within this creature's cone. Uh but you manage to distance yourself at least. Cool. Don't clump. Okay. And the the familiar is fine in the cone, right? Yeah, the familiar is fine in the cone. Great. Alright, so then next up, Corey. You're paralyzed. Do I make a save? Yes, at the end of each of your turns. Oh, okay. It's a constitution save? Yes. All right. Mm. Ooh, seven. You are still paralyzed. And this creature is just, like, looking at you and speaking towards you in these very, like, almost reserved tones if its vocal cords were made entirely of a backwards <laughs> record playing like it seems to care for you in some extent uh but it has turned its focus back towards uh what it perceives as the obvious enemy so then next up is gwen gwen this thing put you to sleep uh and you are seeing uh that arjan tried to cut his hand in the same way that he normally does for uh his blood magic but it seems like that is... He wasn't able to do anything. 
uh, and uh, uh, the drow is back his, to looking his... like they were. All right. To be fair, uh, you went to sleep uh, yeah. before the shift happened. I guess the question is, do I understand that <clears throat> there's magic is not working here? Because I don't think I would. I don't believe that you would either. Okay. Um, how high is this thing? This thing is... It would be 80 feet up on the side of this building. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to... Or actually, no, wait? sorry. Uh, it would be... Uh, it would be at 45 feet, not 80. Just because... I have to stay consistent with the size that I gave when you were inside the foundry. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wen is going to try to tiny rage again. Okay, you managed to. Okie dokie, sweet. Uh, and uh, she is going to. She's around people, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Then she is going to grab out one of her, um, one of her hand axes. You don't have those. Because you left them with the uh, weaponsmith in the city. But I have my javelins, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to throw... I think I have two. Let me just double check. I gave you two. Yeah. I have three. Okay. So I'm going to throw them at this bee and just point up there and say, I need to get... Oh, sorry. I need to get up there! Um... Because it's flying and Gwen doesn't understand. Um, I will recklessly attack this thing because it doesn't seem to like, you know, be hitting me with stuff. Um, besides the stuff that it's hitting me with. That's a, sorry, uh, 23. 23 hits. Okay, first one is a nine damage. And then the second one is, oh. Okay, we haven't. I haven't gotten high enough level. It's a nineteen. Nineteen plus, still hits. No, oh. kitten. Plus six. Sorry, I'm playing defensive with the kitten and the dice. Um, and that's uh eight damage. Okay. On the javelin. Sounds good. That's it. That's what I do. I, I'm and I'll try and move closer or. I'm gonna try and move uh, in a space where, um, no, stop it. Where there's uh, ten feet of space around me. Okay. Uh, so as you are, uh, as you are moving to this place at the end of your turn, it's going to use one of its legendary actions, uh, and it is going to shoot an I beam down towards you. But as it gets close to you, you see that the I beam actually fizzles, as it seems like this anti magic cone it is able to put out actually works against the creature. Gwen's trying to do the math. Why did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> and it also seems to be having a difficult time understanding why this is happening to it. Aha! <laughs> Fuck you! She's... She's going, what? You're muted. I muted myself and then said it. 
Uh, she's gonna wiggle her butt in his direction, and Gray Skull is also wiggling his butt in her direct in his direction. Okay, its direction. Sounds good. So next up, Ristol. Uh, it, it is correct in my understanding that there is no magic that is working right now. That is correct. Can I move to a location where magic would work? Because there is difficult terrain underneath you. I would say that you actually, yeah, because you would be you were close enough on the edge that you'd be able to get at least past that anti-magic area, and you feel your connection uh, reform with your with your uh, creature. Yes, with your god. Um, excellent. Uh, I would like to cast a spell. Then, um, may I assume he is within sixty feet of me, this beholder. I will say... Oh, it's like we have to do Pythagorean's Theorem. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he's a little bit farther than 60. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I don't want to do that at all. Okay. I want to use Levitate, and I want to fly up so I'm on the same plane with him. Okay. So you just watch as this <laughs> drow just levitates like, up oh! off of the ground. <laughs> It's like big book on his back. Uh, and I look pissed. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is the creature's turn. Uh, and it sees you floating up above. And it uh, looks at you and just says, The imposter! Uh, and the... Uh, Arjan, you and Calum can feel the anti-magic field dissipate. <laughs> underneath you and it is going to focus towards you, uh and it is going to try and use an i-beam at you so i need you uh to make a wisdom save against being charmed oh but i have advantage yes you do wait um those wait. are double twos so that is a six it is the anti-magic cone on him the anti-magic oh, yeah. cone has been turned off Okay. He closed his eye. Okay. Uh, yes, six. You are charmed by this creature. Bangarang. <laughs> glorious, glorious creature for Ganador. And uh, it says to you, uh, fight for me and become my perfect pet. And that's what it says to you as it charms you. And then, uh, Calum. Oh boy. It is going to make a, <clears throat> you to make a wisdom save. 28. Okay. You are not frightened by this creature. And Gwen, seeing as how you are wiggling your butt towards it, it does not like that at all. And I need you to make another wisdom save. This Good is night, against sweet princess. Slutty. Any advantages because she's raging or no? That's a different barbarian. You're muted. It's a 12. Gwen, you go to sleep yet again. Fuck. All right. 
And uh, then it is the layer action. And another eye will open up along the wall of the building. And a beam is going to shoot out towards you, Gwen. That is... I need you to make a strength save, but you are considered unconscious, so you automatically fail those. And a lot of you actually see that Gwen is then lifted up uh, with this I-beam, and it just hurls her. And Gwen, you are getting sent towards these here magma river. Um, really I'm nice being on your show, Indoor. Yeah, it's no I'm taking a nappy boo. Okay. So, Gwen, you, you're you basically getting skipped across this river, so you're not just submerging in it. Uh, Do I take damage? Oh, yeah. Do I wake up? Uh, let's find out together, shall we? Oh, God. All righty. So... Gwen, as you are skipped across the fire, uh, you are going to be taking... You are going to be taking 65 points of fire damage. As magma burns along your sides, you for sure wake up. And I'm going to do something about it on my turn. Okay. <laughs> Telekinetic ray near magma is not fun. Is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Arjan. Arjan, and you have just seen it drop Gwen uh, into a sleppy mode and then just throw them into magma. And Gwen's still alive and kicking. They have just appeared on the other side of the river, and you see that your new friend, Ristol, uh, has a little bit of a wild look in his eyes. That's my wild look. I just turned my head slightly, because I'm, yeah. I can't read or write. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, indoor. Yes. A year ago, uh, in our time, Gwen had given Arjan a set of crossbow bolts. Yes. That could potentially be filled with acid. That is correct. If I were to want to use one of those uh, crossbow bolts filled with acid, do you have any acid vials on you? I literally produce them biologically. I figured as much. Uh, I will say, uh, as a bonus action, you can load a you can load an acid vial into said crossbow bolt. Ah, but I can only do one. Could could I load both chambers, or just one? Make a sleight of hand check to see if you can load both chambers. 20. I'll say, yeah, you can load both chambers, but you expend two acid vials if you have them. Okay. Uh, so, I don't believe I have any in my 
inventory. So, we'll do what they do in the game Pugmire. Roll a wisdom check. Nah. Okay. Uh, so this will use up your uh your draconic vomit ability. Though. Oh no! If 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 that's the case, I'm gonna hold on a little bit. Okay. Uh, but you know, while while we have him uh here, and while while I still don't feel uh the beauty in the eye of the beholder raining down upon me, uh. Arjan is uh, his uh, back tattoo is going to flare out enough to where you could see it through his clothes. Fuck! And with a nine, it, the really cool chromatic orb isn't going to hit. Nope. That's fine. I'm, I'm going to try to light my crossbow again. This time it'll work, and that's my fucking turn. Okay. Sounds good. Next up, Calum. And Caleb, you feel reconnected with magic. Fuck. And is Gwen safe or is she? Huh? Is Gwen safe or is she in the lava? Uh, she got skipped like a rock across the surface of this magma and is on the shore of the other side. Oh, she's on the shore. Okay. Yeah. So she's on the shore. She's not going to continuously take magma damage. Magma. Magma. Um, <clears throat> how far is this critter? Uh, from you at this point, they are 60 feet. I'm going to move away from the edge with my 15 further away and launch a guiding bolt at it. Okay. Uh, does a 16 hit? A 16 does not hit. Oof. Well... Well, bonus action. What? I end my turn. <laughs> okay. So, I forgot to add my pluses to my short rest. You're such a delight. I love you. Uh, so at the end of your turn, Calum, as your magic goes wide, it is going to uh, use a legendary action to beam you back. Great. And that is a three, which means I need you to make a wisdom save against fear. It, it knows I have the anxiety in me. I'm a brave boy, uh, 18 and seven, so... You can't scare me. I'm already full of fear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, yeah, the 18 plus seven, you are unafraid of this creature. It's weird, but... You've had gods be weird to you. Like this is this is under like this is here. This is now. This is okay. This is the now. This is fine. Alrighty. It's not fine. So, uh that is the end of Calum's turn. Corey, you are still paralyzed. I have a question. Yes. This is a precarious ledge, correct? It is. I am paralyzed. You are. You had found am your I... footing though. I, 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 could I possibly could this this beloved pet of a beholder uh, possibly accidentally pitch forward towards the magma? Possibly. Possibly. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and roll my save just okay. real quick, just to just to see what happens here. 
Natural one. So that's great. <laughs> I have a question. Same cost. <laughs> I have a question for ye, uh, Danae. The beholder pops. It was all a dream. <laughs> is is this what you would like to happen? I mean, under very specific circumstances. <laughs> okay. So, because it was at the player's behest. There is This a, was a bad idea! There is a sound of rocks cracking behind ye, and you begin to fall. And as you begin falling, uh, this creature is going... Or no. Okay. So, Corey, you fall directly into the magma. As that is, there is no chance for a skip. Uh, let's see here. You are going to be taking 45 points of fire damage. As you are just sizzling on top of this molten rock sinking down further. You can feel... Your armor superheating, possibly fusing to the skin of your back. This is not a good time to be Cory right now. Uh, and this creature is going to use a legendary action to turn around and telekinetic ray you and pull you up out of the lava. But uh, <laughs> the paralyzed does not uh, end if you take damage, so you are still paralyzed having taken this lava damage and it is just going to pull you up uh those of you who are outside of this building have just seen this creature turn around and is now back <coughs> facing you all uh holding cory up uh above a a river of magma Ristol it's like a child who lost their oreo in milk like oh oh okay <laughs> like... <laughs> that's exactly what this is Oh my god. Well, I was not I expecting- I am that Oreo. <laughs> yes. So, then, next up, Gwen. This creature's back is to you, uh, but you have just You're been awake. skipped across magma. <laughs> You're awake. I'm, I'm awake. Uh, how far away is it from me? Uh, it is a bit a ways, as well as inside of a building. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to, I have one spell and I'm trying to use it. Is it within 90 feet of me? You'd be able to get within 90 feet of this thing. All right, I'm gonna move up and I am going to cast Thunderstep and I'm gonna try and get on top of this bee. Okay. Uh, make a dexterity check. Cool. <laughs> I just looked at my dice and I was like, you've all betrayed me. Twelve. Okay. Uh, so a twelve. I think. Yeah. You manage to teleport onto this creature, and you grasp and reach for something to hold onto, and what you grab is one of the eye stalks, and this creature just starts shrieking loudly. I'm gonna hold on, but dear life. 
and you can see that uh, there is a there is a molten looking quarry that was levitated up. And as you go to grab onto the eye stock again, uh, oh my god, Indor, why? I don't want to kill my friend. It seems to distract this creature, and you just watch Cory's form fall back in, like the Oreo into the milk. Uh huh. Cory, you are going to be taking. 70 points of fire. Okay. And you feel this warmth completely envelop you. Corey, what are your final thoughts? What is going through your head at this moment? Hey, now, do I not get um, uh, death saving throws or anything, buddy? How much health did you have? And what is your overall? Um, I had 21 health. I took like 70, okay. 70 points exactly. So you're paralyzed on top of magma. Uh, so you will go into your death saving throws. That is correct. But things are looking very grim for you right now. I'll, I'll get to work on writing my last words. All Don't right. worry. Sweet. Because that was Gwen's turn. Next up, Ristol. Has Arjon gone and I've not and I've missed it? I, I the dice are not in my favor either. Okay. Uh I'm charmed, so this beholder's looking mighty nice. Mm -hmm. But I still don't want to see these people hurt. No, all of these are useful now. Yeah, so I'm gonna cast telekinesis and pull Corey's body out of the fire. Okay. And then gently move her to an area that Just is safe. Onto ground. Yeah, and I and actually, if I can move her to underneath me, I would like to lower because I can only go vertical and yeah. uh, I can only go vertical and or yeah, vertical with my okay my levitate spell. So I'd like to go down to meet her. Wait, question. Yes. Levitate and telekinesis are they both concentration? No. Well, let me look. Now you asked. Levitate is concentration. <laughs> okay. Telekinesis is concentration. I Fuck. fall. <laughs> Okay, so Corey... or I lower myself, then I cast telekinesis. I don't know. Yes, we'll I don't do play it. this game. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you managed to get Corey over to you. She's looking very, very poor off. It's the uh, armor okay. is just like steaming from having been exposed to me. Uh, because telekinesis is an action, that is technically my turn. Okay. Next up is this creature. Uh, and Gwen, you are right on top of it. And it is going to use its I-beams at you uh, as you are far too close for its comfort. Oh, but they're ranged attacks and she's me melee range, no? Nope, because they're all save related. It doesn't Fuck. actually make any attacks. So Gwen, I need you to make eight is... I need you to make a deck save. Does she get advantage because this is a danger she can see? Yes. Yes. Ha. Cool. Ha ha. Thank you. <clears throat> Ooh. 14. Okay. So with a 14, that is not enough. Fuck. Fuck. 
and you feel your muscles begin to tense and you look down and you see that parts of you are getting an almost metallic sheen to them. I death grip this thing. <laughs> okay. I grip the eye stocks so that if I turn to whatever, I am holding this bitch. All right, and you are currently restrained holding on top, holding onto this here eye stock. So that is it for its turn. Uh, the ground beneath uh, you, Ristol, and Cory become slimy as the lair action causes difficult terrain. Uh, Ristol, who knows? Maybe this is a blessing from your deity. Uh, then next- I think we're on the right track, guys. <laughs> Slime is cool. <laughs> it's Gak! Arjan, it is your turn. Or no, sorry, because they had, I only used one ray. So it is going to make a second beam attack on you, Gwen. Because it does not like what you have done. So, make a constitution save. Uh, who again? Sorry. Uh, this is Gwen that needs okay. to make a constitution save. And you are restrained. Is it, is it against being poisoned? It is not. Okay. Constitution saving throw? Yes. 25. Okay. You're only going to be taking half as much then. Solid. Okay. So, you are only you are going to be taking half of twenty nine, so fourteen. All right, and then it is going to make a, another beam at. It'll make it towards Calum. I mean, Ristol like tricked it, so I don't know. It's true, but it still knows that you're charmed by it. God damn it. All right, so Calum, make a wisdom save as it tries to make you a feared. No means no, 22. <laughs> yep, no means no. That is good. So then that was the layer action. And then next up is Arjan. Where is the beholder in relation to the bridge? The beholder in relation to the bridge, it is currently above the bridge. Uh, it is still in this sort of like tunnel-like uh, thing that it made in the side of the foundry itself. It has not come down. How far up is it? It is 45 feet up. And from you, it would be 50 feet away. We haven't gotten a single fucking hit on this thing, have we? You've got a few. Do it. Do it. Don't tell me to, don't tell me to do it, Gwen. Uh, Caleb looks at or uh, Corey. No, who am I playing? Gwen looks at Arjan and she just goes. She nods. Bonus action, Misty step up on top of the beholder. 
acid breath, point blank, <laughs> all over its fucking eyes. Okay. Uh, so... It rolled the two. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, if you are unfamiliar, we have a... Uh... Arjan has an item that gives him uh, the portent ability once per day. Uh, and last session, he rolled a two for something to roll. So he's doing a point-blank acid breath on this beholder and forcing it to roll a two. And when he says it with that haircut, I know he means business. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Do I need to make it's, a deck save? It's only 10 points of damage. It, you are not in the line. I hope. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm going after the eyes. Go for the eyes. You are She's short sm you're smart enough to not hit the one that Gwen is currently holding on to. And this creature lets out a shriek and it begins just like trying to move around as it now has this seven foot tall plus dragon man directly on it, as well as this grimy thing that it has turned into a piece of jewelry upon itself, possibly. Uh so I've used my bonus action in my action. Okay. Can I... Can I still grab onto this this thing? I would say, yeah, you'd be able to. You would have been able to, like, misty step onto this creature. Can I... Grab? Grab onto it with my draconic claws? Yes. <laughs> Great. I'll say ye. It's over the bridge, correct? It is not directly over the bridge. Oh, but it, it but it's over solid ground in the foundry hole, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Cool. That's my turn. Okay, Caleb, it's your go. How far is Corey from me? Uh Corey is within running distance of you. You'd be able to get there with thirty feet. That's fine. She's down, correct? Yes. And looking very not as good. Isn't well, it's, it difficult, it's difficult terrain? terrain all oh, the way through? Oh shit! Yeah, no, you're right. Because no, we funny. play fair here. Same team. Same yeah. team. It's fine. 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 Um. Just damage the beholder. This guy says he's a healer, so hopefully he's telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> Caleb will yell to Ristol, heal her, and he will pull back again for another guiding bolt. I'm gonna need more dice for this. Yay! Did the boy do it? The boy do it. At fourth level. We know. No way, I cast that earlier. Never mind. Uh... Um, 52 points of lightning damage. <laughs> Uh, next... Hey, actually, that's, like, mostly ones and twos. I lied. That's mostly fours. Um, next attack gets advantage. Okay. So it is glowing an electric blue. Uh, as Arjan, you are on top of it. Gwen, you can feel yourself turning to metal on top of this creature. <sighs> All right. Oh, um, bonus action, if she's within 30 feet of me, I can't, you spare the dying on Cory. Cantrip, bitches. Yes, that actually does work. So, Cory, you don't have to make death saves. Which is good. Because next up, it's your turn. 
So you are just unconscious at zero or at one, right? No, Spare the Dying is just zero, but yeah. Zero, yeah. No death saves, which is good. So then next up, hey, Gwen. Gwen, Wait, you, yes. We're playing fair here, right? Yes. Is Corey undead? Corey is undead because of the revenant. Spare the dying fizzles. Oh boy! I love this game. Dungeons hold and Dragons. Hold the phone. Is hold great. the phone, though. But like, yes. okay. So it, it <laughs> says that it wouldn't work on undead, correct? Yeah. But she has the spark of life within her. <laughs> but like, also, like, technically, healing word and everything else wouldn't work on me before. Uh, work on me as far as healing spells go. We have like I pretty sure that when I became an undead revenant, you said that healing spells still work on me. Yeah, I'm, Welcome, I'm gonna say yes to keep it consistent. I, I'm okay we with We establish this not... here now in front I'm... of a guest. <laughs> oh, I'm okay with Spare the Dying not working on me, but I- No, you've already you had your nat one into, into magma. We're keeping you alive. Bye. <laughs> So, Spare the Dying does work. So, Corey's, Corey's creature type is not undead nor fey. It's humanoid? At this point, yes. Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll go back and read the errata. I'll, okay. I'll read what it actually says. Sweet. <laughs> Yay! All right. All right. So, <laughs> What's happening to Gwen? Gwen, uh, you are... This point, you are do, 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 restrained. Considered yes. restrained. So, what does the restrained condition mean for ye? It means I have uh, a disadvantage on attack rolls. I can't benefit from. I, I'm restrained, so I can't move, and uh, I have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. So. And attacks against me have advantage. All right. So you have disadvantage on your attacks, but you can still attack. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Um, First strike is normal. Yeah, except for I can't use my axe because I'm holding on to this thing. You can one hand it. It doesn't have the. Um... I, I cannot one hand it. It's a two handed axe. Sun Forger is a weapon. Ah, okay. My Sun Forger is, which I would have to use an action to get back. <laughs> Dude, fuck it. I use my action to summon it back, and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to action surge. Nice. And beat the shit out of this thing. Hopefully, at one nor, you know, one normal attack. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does a twelve hit? A twelve does not. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can just go back on your pedestal. Um, and then the second attack is at disadvantage. Sunforger is plus eight. I rolled two 13s. <laughs> nice, so that'll hit. All right, so then I'm going to do Sunforger is a D8. I am not raging. So it is, that's an eight, D8, so it can't be a nine. <laughs> that's 10 damage. Okay. On my attack. Um, and and can I tell that this thing does not like how like not doesn't like me touching it? Oh yes, I mean it's very apparent it doesn't like you touching it as you've been beating it. Uh, 
it also doesn't like uh it did not appreciate when you grabbed onto it uh i'm going to continue to hold on to the eye stock and then i'm going to lick it as a free action please you gross okay it tastes gross it's like sweaty but more in like has never showered like there is a layer of crust on this thing i've lived with goliaths yes <laughs> this is true and then gwen i need you to make another dexterity save at disadvantage at flat flat right why see the danger coming yeah. oh okay okay sorry <laughs> a lot of stuff going on x is plus one eleven so uh on a failure you become petrified so Gwen holding on to this thing, your entire personage just freezes up and your skin becomes a very reliable Goliath gray <laughs> as you become oh. a stoned weight on this beholder holding on to its eye stalks. And this creature begins to like tilt down to the ground <laughs> a little bit. From the, yeah, it begins to list from the weight upon it. Arjan, you see as Gwen begins to turn to stone. So, then next up, Bristol. Jesus Christo. Um, Welcome to the show. Yeah, I, I just, I was saying this in chat, but I just TPK'd my entire Ghost of Saltmarsh crew on Thursday, and I'm like, oh, I'm accursed. This is not good. <laughs> Why did you invite me? Um, <laughs> because you're four. So Corey's in front of me. Yes. Uh, Caleb and... is also relatively in front of you. Who is? Caleb. You see their shadow, uh, their wizard kind of standing forward as well. Yeah. Uh, and then up in this, uh, up in the passageway, you see that the halfling has turned a grayish color uh, that has a particular sheen to it. And uh, they don't seem to be moving anymore. Uh, and you see the dragon man is also on this creature's back doing its best. Okay. I also saw Kalem spare the dying Corey. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know about your show, Indoor. Is yes. it appropriate for me to ask the party, like... I'm in a situation. I would like advice, or do I have to make this decision myself? What? How do you? I would you say that you step? can ask for advice. You can phone a friend in this particular. Situation. I would like to phone a friend, and the friends I would like to phone are the four people in front of me. So, I still have telekinesis up, which means I can do many things. I can grab Gwen and lower her down to the ground safely out of lava. So, so Gwen is essentially dead. I can grab the beholder and force him into the lava to take a lot of damage, but Arjon is on top. Right. Or I can heal Corey. Yeah, I would heal Corey. Let's go. Let's heal Corey because that that would also give us another healer. Yeah. Yeah. She has right. on hands. And also another DPS. Mm -hmm. I reach deep into my robes and I take out a jar and I pop the lid and I start spreading slime all over your body. 
and I like uh, massage it into your like your wounds. They're all burnt and awful, but you just feel great. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then you wake up with uh, 2d8 plus two. Do I roll that? Yeah. You wake up with uh, 11, 12, 13 hit points and you feel like a million bucks. And as you wake up, I'm like, this beholder is so flipping cool. By the way, Ganador loves you. I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> no, no <laughs> Grab him by the shirt and I stare at him. <laughs> We're all friends. I love it. Um, I realize that he has healed me and I just kind of like, I've gripped him by the shirt because like he's, he's terrifying me. Uh, and then I just kind of let go and I pat him on the cheek and I t look around to see what's going on. <laughs> and I reach in and I'm like, do you want one of these? And I hand her another vial of, uh, of slime if I can. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. What is drink, it? Drink that. You're going to feel like a million bucks. Uh, for mechanics purpose, this is uh, cake moths ointment, right? Uh, this is restorative ointment. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Amazing. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, it is the beholder's turn. Uh, after you go, Ristol, and it currently has a it has a writer, and it doesn't appreciate writers, uh, especially ones that just clawed into them as well as acid sprayed. Um. I would say that the acid has actually seared it most of its large eye, so its inability or its ability to shut off magic is kind of failing it at this point. Uh, specifically from the acid damage into your retina. Um, so, good job. You gave him late onset cataracts for the big one, anyways. Uh, but there are still some eye beams that are going to be heading your way, Arjan. So. I need you to make a deck save. Natural one. You are slowed. And then it is going to turn and uh, it uh, yells in deep speech. Excellent job, new pet. Keep the shiny one alive. Uh, and then, On it, boss. And then it is going to uh, shoot an eye beam out towards you, Calum. That is a constitution save. Oh boy. 14. Okay, you're paralyzed. And then it is going to blast ye, or it is going to try and hit Arjan with its I beam again. So, Arjan, I need you to make a strength save. So slow does not affect my strength save. Cool. That's correct. Cool, cool, cool. 24. Okay. Uh, so you feel like this creature was uh, attempting to lift you and move you, but you are able to flex through it, uh, just kind of hanging on to it. It is. It tried to telekinetically move you away, but then it felt the pain of your claws scraping against it. It's like when your cat's on your lap and you go to move it and you feel the claws sink and you're like, okay, never mind. I guess you're just here now. Uh, that is how it feels towards you in this moment. So, then next up is 
the layer and there is just going to be more sticky stuff on the ground uh that goes beneath where it is so arjan you once again find yourself in rough terrain next up arjan I got a question. Hopefully I have an answer. If I use uh, Green Flame Blade, does the five foot range have to take effect? It does not. Okay. It's targeting enemies, I believe. Right, but we only have one enemy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I would like to use my, my action to cast Green Flame Blade and uh uh the weapon that i'm using it on is my claw which i'm just getting a better grip in okay digging it digging it in fuck it's it's not gonna hit you throw it across the room you put that dice in its place and you put it across the room every one of my dice has a die has betrayed me like it, it, it at some point, you gotta say it's not the dice. That's my turn. Okay. I, I get to do one thing. It's great. All right. So, Calum, you can make a constitution save. 16. That is enough to no longer be paralyzed. Cool. Is that the end of my turn? That is at the end of your turn, yes. Cool. Shakes his head. Okay, so then next up, Corey. How rough does this guy look? Ristol? No, uh, no. Ristol looks great. Great, good. I'm so glad. Handsome. He's very handsome. Fun, fresh, sexy. <laughs> oh god. I mean, that's what our John said, but not me. Oh, knights in the courtyard. We'll we'll come back to that for sure. That funny. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit racist. Um. <laughs> no how how rough does the beholder look it looks pretty injured at this point okay it is definitely doing uh, a lot of bleeding i would say that it is uh, it is definitely bloodied most certainly certainly bloodied can arjan fly Nope. Oh, okay. Why does he have wings? Because we were building up to that, but it never <laughs> happened. Because all Hey, now. It could still happen. Uh, I'm gonna cast... Not if we die. <laughs> I'm gonna cast Aura of Vitality. What'd that do? Um, well, healing energy radiates from me in an aura from uh, in a 30-foot radius. Uh, and until the spell ends, the aura moves with me, centered on me, and I can use a bonus action to cause one creature within the aura, including me, to gain 2d6 hit points. Nice! It's, yeah, it's super good. It's my last third level spell slot, so... Corey, I would also like for Nobody you to die. make a insight check. An insight check? Yes. For why? I guess I'll find out. Uh, how's about a 16... You recognize the that in Ristol's eyes, 
there is definitely some sort of other thing going on right now like him being like oh man this beholder is the greatest thing ever ah like you what i you what recognize I to, the fanaticism what i happen to recognize exactly like it's the thing that happened to me yes um so i'm i'm like still laying down i've got my hand on his face i'm just gonna kind of slap him a little bit and i'm like keep it up big guy uh and i stand up and i cast that and i'm going to uh double check Oh, yeah, I am the person with the worst uh, hit point situation. So I'm going to heal myself with a bonus action. Um, Calum has saved out of his paralysis. That is correct. All right, I will do that. And then I'd like to move so that I'm between the Beholder and Calum, if I possibly could. Uh, Because you are on difficult terrain, you get close. All right, as close as I can get. Yes is what I'm concerned about. Um, You're within so, 30 feet of him now, if you were concerned so, about that previous. Okay, that, that's that's it for me, unfortunately. That's, that's all I get. Okay. So Gwen, you are currently a rock. <laughs> Next up is... Uh, is Ristol. I'm charmed. You are. I've got... Corey around me? That is correct. Corey is walking forward. They seem to have cast a spell, told you thanks, and then began walking forward. Um, and I can't attack the Beholder, but I can help my friends. The last uh, command you received from the Beholder was help the shiny one. Um... Who's on the Beholder? Arjan? Arjan is, and also Gwen's uh, solidified form. I want to help the shiny one. Um, Am I metal or stone? You You said metal. It had a metallic sheen to it, but it is uh, essentially like when you send a rock through a rock tumbler, how it has that very nice varnish along the side. So you're a smooth rock. Um, would you call me shiny? I would. I would have said rock hard. Gross. I'm not muted, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bravo, sir. Bravo. I think you win the entire night. Oh my god. Um, I could be wrong. Uh that uh that orc joke was pretty good earlier though by Jordan, but um that that sealed Solid. it. Is. So good job. Um Captain, my captain, uh do I okay, <laughs> I don't play D&D. No, I play D&D all the time. Uh but I don't know the rules. I make it up as I go. Does dispel magic work against petrification? It does not. Mm. I think it's greater restoration. Greater restoration, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to. So here's another thing. This is a stretch. So if you don't agree with this, it's okay. You said protect the shiny one, but there's like a bunch of garbled things in the air. People are yelling. He hears shiny. 
And he turns to the beholder and he's like, oh, you want to be shiny? And he casts fairy fire on it. I'll say yes. There you go. Okay. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. It fails. All right. It is, and I'm assuming Arjlan also needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Yes. And I'm assuming Gwen fails that and just it starts instantly, glowing. Instantly, yes. Yeah. Five. <laughs> uh, you fail. So you are glowing. Uh, the fairy or the beholder is glowing. I have lost my telekinesis powers, um, but you're all glowing. And so you have advantage on attacks against this beholder. And I'm just like, you boss, you look great. And it, That's my turn. it looks at you with such contempt. Uh, and uh, begins to shriek uh, and is going to send an I-beam towards you, Bristol, uh, on its turn. It does not like the shiny that you have made it. Plus three. Because you were within paladin range. I need, you... totally. I need you to make a dexterity save. Uh, that is... 11 okay with the plus three <laughs> sounds good uh i'm rolling like a typical tried. jordan so oh, yeah. it's eye stock looks down towards you uh and it says um i'm going to need better pets and you see this uh it is a beam that has the depth of the void as it uses a death ray on Bristol. <gasps> so it is going to roll 10d10. Ooh. Oh, fuck. For 62 points of damage. Okay. <clears throat> Four health. Oh, oh my god. You. <laughs> Good news. But... He hasn't been hit yet. Wait. Let's this make a concentration check. Oh, wait, that's a natural one. Uh, he's so not glowing anymore. <laughs> he's no longer glowing, but you are no longer charmed. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, and then it is going to try an I-beam against you, Arjan, for its second beam. Uh, Arjan, make a dex save. 20. Okay, so... even with Even with the negative two from slow. A 20. Sweet deal. Because that was another death ray. Or no, it has to repeat its save. Sorry. So an 8 is still a deck save. So you feel uh, your muscles tensing up as it tries to petrify you as well. Luckily, you managed to shake it off. And then uh, towards, uh, towards Calum, I need you to make a wisdom save against being charmed. An advantage. Suck a dick. No means no. Uh, Plus three. Yeah. Uh, sorry. One sec. Um, during this, I would like to. I'm looking at Corey's because I wanted to see your hip points. <clears throat> um, what is the fuck plants attack? I'm just a little curious about that. Nice. I know courtyard. I. Nice anyway. in the courtyard. Uh, twenty-four. Okay. Twenty-four. You are fine. 
Okay, so you are not charmed by this creature. Next up is the layer action. And Arjan, directly above you, you see that eye, uh, an eye appear in the ceiling. And I need you to make a <laughs> constitution save. Twelve. Twelve? I think. Yeah, twelve. Okay. So you are going to be taking the full amount for 28 points of necrotic damage. And that is it for the lair action's turn. Arjan. Didn't Gwen give you true strike arrows? No. No? They they were just arrows with uh little slits in them that he could like put like acid or whatever in it. I don't think so. That last year, last year. Yeah. Yeah, no. You had just written names on the sides of each of the bolts. I thought they were true strike arrows. No. I, Sorry, I, let me try it, this again. Didn't she give you true strike arrows? <laughs> <laughs> We play fair here, Jordan, and that's why we're all dying. Hold on. <laughs> okay. He so. also has walloping ammunition that can knock this thing prone, but I'm assuming a floating eyeball cannot be knocked prone. That would be correct. If what you're saying is correct, Gwen, I have not been told about it. You're, You're muted. muted. <laughs> I don't think she does. <laughs> uh, My family's nice. Also, okay. I just re I'm trying to read the slow description. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter because the spell didn't hit. But uh, if if I do try to cast a spell, I need to roll a d twenty for it. So that's cool. That is, you are not affected by the slow spell. It is a different, it is a different condition. Then I need you to tell me about it because it's not so on DDB. Your speed is halved for one minute. You can't take reactions and it can, uh, and it can take either a bonus action or an attack action on its turn, but not both. And then you repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. That would have, that would have also been good to know. Uh, so can I can I make my yes. save from last turn? Yes. Natural twenty. All right. You are no slow. For your turn, that is now. Which is good. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, y'all saw. I I I did not touch this. I know I'm very frustrated, but again, we we play fair here. Look at that boy. Point 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 point. Um. So shit. Okay. <laughs> Bonus action, light my claws. <sighs> Taking the attack action. Eighteen. Okay. Eighteen just hits. 
three points of piercing, four points of fire, second attack, 16. 16 does not hit. Okay. Got the one. Okay. Sounds good. Caleb. <clears throat> Second first, same as the first. I'm hitting this thing with a Nevermore level. Not Nevermore. Wow. Uh, Guiding Vault level three. Does a 17 hit? A 17 does not hit. Fuck. And it is going to make a beam attack towards you as a legendary action. I need you to make a deck save. Plus three. Yeah. Yeah. Four. It hits you with a slowing ray, which, because there was confusion about it last time, I will also point out it doesn't affect your AC. Uh, you can take an action or a bonus action. You can't make reactions. Uh, and your speed is halved for the next minute, and you can make saves at the ends of your turns. But because it used a legendary action after your turn, after your turn, ended. I have to wait. Next turn, yes. Okay. So then, next up is Corey. Me. Okay. All right. Oh, geez. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. All right. Um. So I don't think that Arjan is within range. Uh, he's not within thirty feet of me, is he? He is not within thirty feet. No. How far away is the Beholder buddy? The Beholder away from you is currently 50 feet. And uh, so 50 feet distance and then 45 feet vertical. Like up in the air? Yeah. Above, not below. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to use my bonus action with my Aura of Vitality to heal myself. And then can I get close? Can I, actually, how close can I get to Caleb? Can I get right up next to him? Yeah. All right, um, so the bonus action is going to be for myself. Um, uh, Riston, Riston, Ristol, Ristol. Um, he's, he's back, right? He's back in the land of the living. Yes. Not dead. Oh, I never left. Well, uh, well, I mean. It's close. <laughs> he's back in, back in the land of, uh, of, on our side. So excited um, to so, be here. Uh, bonus action, I'm healing myself uh, with the aura of vitality. Uh, and then standard action, I'm healing Kalem with a Cure Wounds. Uh, and I'm going to look over at... Oh, let me roll this real quick because I can't do all of these things at once in my head. Um, Kalem, you're getting uh, 10 hit points uh, as she places a hand on him and he glows. Uh... I, can I see from here that Gwen has been petrified? You have noticed a severe lack of yelling, shouting, and expletives within the oh, last that's... 25 minutes or, or 25 seconds or so. That's never good. Um... <laughs> you! A uh, new friend! Um... With the eyeballs on the robes. Uh, make sure she doesn't fall in the lava, or him from that matter. How? I... <laughs> Stay up there. <laughs> Listen to me. Don't fall. Can't you do magic? 
and he like puffs up like doves or I don't know. He's like, well, of course. <laughs> okay, that's all I can do. It on would my be turn. bats because there's never been doves in the underdark. I'm Wait, an no. unorthodox drow. <laughs> They're pigeons because pigeons find their way into fucking everywhere. They're all over wherever the city I'm from that I forgot the name of. Tevelion. Yeah. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I should have done more homework. I'm sorry. That's okay. Igor. And don't invite me back, please. I'm sorry. I will. <laughs> All right. So, Corey, that was it for your turn. Next up, Ristol. LB says I'm never coming back, so I need no. to know that, that I'm okay. She's only saying that because she's made of stone. <laughs> uh, my turn. Okay. Um, I'm st- I'm not charmed. You are no longer charmed. Okay. Um, uh, I would like to cast a spell. Um, this is this is my last spell slot. Um, it is a delightful ditty called uh, Enervation. Um, a tendril of inky darkness reaches out from me and touches a creature that I can see within range. So I'm gonna make a attack or a spell attack. No, it makes a dexterity saving throw. Sorry. Okay. So it got a 13. All right, my DC is 16, so it failed. Uh, and this inky black tendril tentacle thing latches onto it. And I do, I have to move this so I can see it. Um, 15, 16, 23 points of necrotic damage. Okay. And I heal half of that. So I heal 11. So. As I drain the life from it. And that you do, as you drain the last of this creature's life. Yes. <laughs> so. And I say, Ganador, be praised, heal me! And then the life just like siphons into me and I feel like a million bucks. It's great. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> as you are absorbing this thing's life force from this long, inky black tendril that you have just shot out towards this creature, it begins to shrivel and it no longer is hovering and eventually just rests on the ground. Arjan, you and Gwen hear the sound of, or sorry, Arjan, you hear the sound of, it's like a sizzling noise, almost like a fuse. And then as soon as the fuse ends after this, you hear this, and as the popping sound occurs, you see no. that this ablet, or not ablet, sorry, beholder, wrong aberration, uh, begins to crumple in and fold in on itself. Gwen's hands are no longer holding on to anything, and they you just rest on the ground with a clattering sound. But this beholder, uh, dying on a plane that was not its, uh, just seems to shrivel up into a small ball and with that popping noise just disappears. And you guys are no longer in combat. Am I still slowed? Uh, make another deck save. Natural one. You're still slowed, but it lasts for a minute and at this point, now that we are out of combat, <clears throat> it just sort of fades away after a time. But you have successfully defeated this here beholder this is this is a great scene because like the beholder has like now just sort of floated down out of view 
Um, and, like, Calum is behind Cory in slow motion, like, still reacting to a beholder up in the air, just like... And, like, Cory just... <sighs> okay. Wow. That was... That was quite the... Hello. I, my, I, you can call me Cory. <laughs> As oh, she says that, yes. a guiding vault launches from Calum's <laughs> fist into the air. <laughs> yes, uh, nice to meet you, Cory. Uh, I'm Ristol. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, that was exciting, but am I the only one for a while there? That was a really cool beholder. Like we could have been good friends, him <laughs> and I, like just good, good man up there. I mean, it's... like I, I'm seeing all of the eyes on your robes. It, like, it, it seems like you had a lot of synergy. Yeah, I, 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 Bristol, he could have been a good follower. He could have been a good Get follower. what you came here for. Oh, well that's further into the, the temple. I. Thing. Go. No, I. I Crystal, feel like I'm. You like, know that like, the beholder was the only thing that was in there. It was that. Okay. And and the troll, you know, like you can go in, search for your thing. Okay. No problem. So Wait, you do I know where it is? Uh, make an investigation check as you're kind of like going in. You have a good general idea. Am I going into the beholder's lair uh, or the other place? Yes. Okay. Man, I'm rolling terrible, but I'm good at investigation. <laughs> no, I'm not. Plus four, that is a 14. All right, so I'll say with a 14, uh, you also feel a call from your patron uh, <gasps> to kind of direct you to where you need to go. Uh, and sifting through what looks like a, uh, a bookshelf that has been knocked over, you see what you've been looking for. It is this thick glass tube that has two grayish caps on the ends that look like they are the color of granite, but touching them, they are a metallic, uh, they are a metallic smooth. And inside is this greenish, kind, uh, greenish morphing liquid uh, that doesn't seem like it is, uh, it's non-Newtonian fluid effectively and it just sort of is going in between but you know that you have found what you were looking for um i run back out to my newfound friends and i hold it up and i'm like look kirsten's blessing kirsten's blessing and i unscrew right. it and just start oh. guzzling it drinking oh, it as fast as i possibly can oh god okay and quickly ingests all of the liquid into it. Uh, so, Ristol, what happens when you receive uh, the blessing? Uh, I, like, my entire body turn. you said it was a green ooze? Yeah, it was a- it was So, I, I, like my a entire body green. turns green for a little bit, and you kind of see it, like, seep out of my pores, and then it, like, sucks back into my body, and I'm, and I'm back to being the, the darker drow that I am. Um, and I, turn to my newfound friends and I'm like that very exciting thank you so much um if you don't I mean I I'm okay I could go is that I mean we're good Fix your someone. friend's a little stoned but she'll come out of it will she okay bye and he mm -hmm. turns into a puddle of ooze and slides away as fast as he can and as Ristol is quickly sliming his way away from this very delicate situation, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. 
So I would like to say, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us as Ristol the Ooze Man. I am yeah. excited. Uh, I I want to know where I, I want to know when we're gonna see Ristol again. This has been. If you if you ever want don't. me back, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved it. I loved it so much. So, uh, that is the end of our show, everybody. Oh, so oh, let's getting go. It. Getting... Nope. <laughs> let's go into our sign-offs. Hey, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody. I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I do the I tweet the nerdy things in my life and play Overwatch sometimes with some of those people here. You can catch me. Of course, today as Kaelin, the Shatterfly Wizard Cleric. Tomorrow, we're playing uh, War of the Spark, where our Waterdeep characters are in Ravnica. Uh, you can catch myself and LB Hacklump over on G Game Nights with a K this Sunday at 7, where we play Pursuit of the Black Kestrel. I am, it's <clears throat> Pathfinder 2nd Edition game. I play a hot, and when I mean hot, I mean fiery, ragey boy. Also, did we get Archon? Archon the Cruel? No. Did Maybe a little. No. This is fine. He didn't show up, cut an eye stock off of a beholder, slap it onto himself, and then peace. Fair enough. Yeah. He was a good boy. I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters. I've just posted my new schedule, um, which might be changing in February-ish. Um, and I am playing... A uh, stoned girl on Monday nights. On Tuesdays, I'll be playing Ghost, my uh, sexy, sexy character. Uh, Friday this week, I'll be on Dammit Berry's channel. We are doing uh, Ghost of Salt Marsh. Uh, my, I have a <laughs> Ghost of Salt. Sorry, I invoked the name. Um, and uh, and then on Sunday, we will be doing uh, G Game Nights, where I play the atypical mean girl who is a pretentious noble, and I. Love it. Hi! I'm Cyber, and I promise I'm not as mad as my character is. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CyberWolfTouble1. I shitpost uh, twitch.tv slash CyberWolfTouble1. I play video games badly and talk about lore. I want to start Castlevania. We're doing that. Uh, the lore the, is the, the shadow. Archives of that go to YouTube, youtube.com slash CyberWolfTouble1. It's D&D Beyond, Homebrew Tutorials, and the Pockets of Kyle with a Now. Let's talk about it. Get drunk, do parkour, talk about stuff. I'm halfway through editing an episode. It's really exciting. I'm on the DMs Guild. I, I do stuff on Patreon. Some some little design work. And uh, for RPG stuff, I'm, I'm here on Mondays playing this guy who's, I promise he's not usually this angry. It's just been a bad day. He couldn't kill his rival. And then all this shit happened. Uh, I'm also here on Thursdays playing Ghost of Saltmarsh. I play Albus the, <laughs> the Simic hybrid sorcerer, Abolith, who's trying to be the daddy he wishes to see in the world. Uh, uh, and then starting in February, not the first weekend of February, but the next weekend, I think. I'm going to be on a 5th edition Taldori game run by Pro Restarter on twitch.tv slash Pro Restarter. It's going to be a good time. Tunicator.com.
Speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hi everybody, I'm Danae Keener of the fabled DanaeKeener.com. Uh, I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D &D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, you can find me here on Mondays playing Coriander the Elegant Paladin or on Tuesdays playing as Daka, the barbarian rogue centaur during our War of the Sparks campaign. Uh, until next week, I can't cast Greater Restoration, but I know someone who can. Hey everybody, it's me, your buddy, your pal, your old friend, Jordan with a silent PH in the middle. And I run a YouTube channel on D&D lore. It started out as Forgotten Realms lore, but then I got interested in other things. So now it's Eberron lore lately, mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun. I just did a video on Sharn. You should check it out. I also run a... I, sorry, I should say I co-host a podcast called the Saturday Morning D&D Show with Mr. Lucian from Sir Lucian Gaming. And we talk about all things. We just celebrated our 100th episode, three years of the Saturday Morning D&D Show. So good. Check us out Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on the YouTube. You can watch a show whenever you want. Um, or on the podcast, wherever podcasts are free, you can check us out. Um, Particularly, if you check out the 100th episode, we are having a giveaway um, of a $100 worth of RPG merchandise from Dice Dungeons, and they uh, were really great to sponsor us. So enter, see if you win, and if you do win, take a bunch of pictures of all the stuff you win and tell us about it on Twitter. Uh, that is who I am. I also have stuff on DMs Guild, and I have a Patreon. I'm literally Jordan with a PH in the middle on every social media you could probably find. So, uh, and now people are gonna be like, I didn't see you on MySpace, Jordan. JanaeKeener.com. <laughs> 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 All right, and if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am, but if you don't, hey fellow, wait a second. This has already been said. I'm the Indoor Adventurer. You can find me here as the showrunner at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got our homebrew game. We got our Waterdeep War of the Spark game on Tuesdays where I use all of my knowledge of Magic the Gathering to send my, to send my friends through a veritable hell. And on Thursdays, we play Ghosts of Saltmarsh. It is a wonderful set of games, so consider checking it out. We also have a Patreon set up. So if you would like to help support the show, consider going to patreon.com slash indoor adventures where you can gain access to our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. And before we head out, I would like to say thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. Thank you to Jordan for agreeing to be our guest. We're sorry, we were mad. And thank you to this audience for stopping by. And of course, thank you to this audience for all of the subs in the chat. Oh it was really scary God. earlier to see, but like in a good way. So thank you. And we will Hype see- Hype train. Hype train. And we will see all Indoor, you Indoor, can I say one more yes. thing? I haven't said this anywhere else. Yeah. But I'm gonna start streaming a show <gasps> in February, D&D, fifth edition. I just got all of my players and one of your players or one of my players is one of your players. The famous LB Hackamup is going to be playing Rod of the Seven Parts, which oh. is going to be a Greyhawk uh, adventure from second edition that I am translating into Forgotten Realms for fifth edition. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. And we're gonna start in February uh, pending, I 
can figure out my life with a baby and everything else. So I'm very excited. We're going to be streaming on Nerd Immersion's channel. Uh, so check that out and follow me on Twitter for more info on more streaming fun stuff. Yes. I'm... First time I've ever DM'd a game online. So it's going to be awesome. If you need any, if you need any tips, you came to the right place. <laughs> All right, I'm excited to watch that, and you guys should go check out Nerd Immersion as well. They're good people, and we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye. -bye.